Thundergrunt. Rando, Rando, um, Tegan, uh, Tegan listens to our podcast, a friend of mine. She works for Nike in Portland. Mm -hmm. She just left uh, the Baltimore area. She hates the music at the beginning of the podcast. Really? I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. And most other people will love it. um, But I just want to acknowledge her. She actually tweeted about it. She's like, I hate this music, but I like the podcast. Does she like the film? (laughs) Huh? Does she like Huckabee's? You know, I don't think she's ever seen you should ask it. And her. I think that's why. Yeah. She needs that emotional attachment. Maybe maybe try to get that She needs going. to see Mark Wahlberg actually funny in a comedic movie. <laughs> or something funny and fun, a funny you know, That movie made me think that I liked him in comedies for a little right. while. Like I, exactly. After that, I was a real right. defender of him. I'm glad that you're acknowledging it. Because, Well, so this is 163. 163. Episode 163. Not a very special number as far as numbers go, I don't think, for a podcast episode. Except that so. it came after 162. Right. Ronald would be shocked by that. Ronald, Always. Because they're in order. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Which one's Ronald? That. I, I'm the other guy. He's that guy. I'm the guy. The You're guy Ronald? Talks. Yeah, yeah. So that must make you... I'm Steve. You're Steve. Yeah, and you, mm. you, you the one that's asking who's who, you're... I'm told that I'm John. Yeah. You were told correctly. I, I wake up every morning like a blank slate, but I have all these notes written all over the, me in Sharpie. The, 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 yeah. the tattoos. Yes. The tattoos. There's so, a show about that stuff too, Blind Spot, right? Isn't that similar to that same plot of that other movie? You mean it seems like a ripoff in a way? <laughs> complete ripoff. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but it sounds like a complete ripoff. Yeah, it's, it, it seems like a ripoff. <laughs> yeah, it seems it. It seems it. Does it. Seems it. <laughs> But it's a part of that. It's CBS, right? I know. I don't even know what you're talking that about. That I don't know. I'm going to say it's NBC. All right. I'm going to say ABC, so one of us is right, and we're good to go. It's one of the big three. Wait, what are people listening to right now? Movies from over. Okay, just making sure. Are we going to get into talking about what we're talking about? I, I, I think and we are could not talking point. about? Yeah. Yeah, so 163, not a very special number, but Ooh. there is something kind of special about this episode. Does anyone, does anyone know? Anybody have any thoughts? Uh, about are you that? waiting for listener feedback, or are you asking Ronald? Anyway, I, I was thinking maybe some listeners might, you know, uh, live, <laughs> like somehow they got like us mic'd in here. If you just watched Game of Thrones this week, you saw how like someone might be able to oh, like oh, oh. kind of like affect the past through some kind of uh, spiritual time travel. Of sure, a sure, sort. sure, sure. So I'm wait- thinking maybe someone listening. You're to the waiting episode, for one of our eyes to go white. Someone listening to the episode's eyes are going to go white, oh, and oh, then they're going to shout something that then we're going to hear right now. People are going too crazy about this current season. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch two season summaries on YouTube and then I'm going to skip ahead to the current season. I'm going to catch up and then I'm going to watch and then we can have conversations where I don't feel so that confused. Great. <laughs> but yeah, back to what John was saying. I did yeah. get your water drink. Oh, I was asking you guys. Anybody, anybody have any idea? What's... It's a special day. It is a special day. It's not actually a well, special a day. day. It's kind of a... it's, it's special to me. Yeah. Special today day. is special because we're here to celebrate right. something Definitely. today. And yes. I have energy. That's Yes, you do. It's early in the celebrate. evening. Ronald's still awake. <laughs> Look, <Yep>. 9 o'clock. <laughs> you, you... Old man Ronald <laughs> you just kicks with, in. You mess with my time when you're talking get, about. Get, get your little sleep pants after out. After 8 o'clock. <laughs> But, but we're 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 going to celebrate five years, right? Yeah, five, five years. It was May eighteenth, two thousand eleven. That episode zero zero one of Movie Holy Movie. Holy crap! 
That's released. when you knew we were very optimistic. You know what? I was back yes. in those days. It was a running joke. I remember when I listened before I was on the show. Uh, you, that was something you talked about from the very beginning. That putting that extra zero, making yeah. it zero zero one, was a very hopeful, optimistic thing to do. Right, right. And it was my privilege to be here when you guys crossed that that right. that one hundred to turn that. Yeah. But yeah, so five years of doing a podcast. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess the thing about podcasts is. You can just keep doing them, yeah. and then you'll do more, and then you yeah. will have mm-hmm. kept that, doing them. <laughs> but but there is it is very easy to stop doing something like this. It is. And I do know a lot of these little projects, they come and they go. So I do think five years is worth kind of worth kind of realizing you've at least acknowledging, oh my God, you did it. Yeah. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna stop this, but if I did, I'd be very satisfied with five years worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I don't on that note, stop. this is the last episode. Exactly. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Mic drop. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's been an amazing ride, and I gotta tell you, man, like you coming along has been amazing. I it was fun when we I'm did a little it. mixed on it still, <laughs> yeah, but right. I'm coming around. I've always known that about you. I, I love it. It's a no. It's been a blast, man. Starting like doing it in your mom's basement, yeah. doing some in my bedroom, now being in John's basement. Um, it's, so it's, I guess we move on to a bedroom after this. Right. That, that's Wherever the next we go in the next. series. Yeah. The next is a bedroom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been so much fun. I mean, it's just like yeah. the we we've definitely have had times where it's like, how the hell are we going to get together to do something? Yeah. Or schedules have been crazy, or just the life has been crazy. But it is amazing to still be able to yeah, like five years later, now in 163 episodes, yeah, we still kind of get together, have fun for a couple hours, and talk about movies. Mm-hmm. Like, right. We all talk about movies all the time anyway, but right. it's awesome to be able to get together with friends who, you know have an opinion like you and you can agree and disagree on a lot of things so and it's been a great it's excuse to to prioritize watching movies i have to say yes. for me, yeah to be like, i feel like you've like i'm, I'm you... supposed to watch this movie this week right <laughs> <laughs> i have right. to go see this film <laughs> i get it so whose idea was it I, I may have asked you this before maybe when we hit like 100 or something like that but who, uh, whose idea was it to to do a podcast i don't remember i i, I, I knew that i think what kept happening was when I was at work, I always liked Steve. I yeah, we should knew. mention that where we met. I, we, again, yeah, we've okay. said this before, but we should. We, we all we all worked at the same, the same <laughs> store. I don't know why I always feel like we're not supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, what no, you're at the fruit stand. At well, the, I mean, I don't know why. I, just, I guess it's because it's like it's it. It feels like an endorsement or something like that. But we yeah. all worked for the Apple Store. Yeah. Here in uh, here in Baltimore, the one in Towson, yeah, which was the yeah. Baltimore area. Yeah. Uh, Apple Store. And so I was your coworker when you when you guys had a podcast. So yeah. I, I and I and I had done a little bit of it in the past and I remember thinking, right. Oh, that's kinda cool. What do they do? They just talk about movies? Oh, that seems kinda fun. <laughs> that seems kinda easy. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> Because I was doing all these where it's like recording skits or recording music, and I was thinking it'd be great just to have one of those where you sit down and talk to somebody. Yeah. And then I, yeah. and then when I knew that someone that I knew was doing one, I I wasn't like jealous, but I I definitely thought like, oh, I wish I had I wish I had that other person because you need that other person. You've got to have yeah, if, yeah. if you're Lucy, you've got to have the Ethel, uh, right. or if you're Ethel, you got to have a Lucy. You know. Well, I I mean, what's really cool is Steve and I have a lot in common, but we're also very different people, which yeah. is which really works. Like. We both have a level of focus, but I like Steve's ability to kind of, kind of create. Uh, he has he has this good way of. I like the way you take control of stuff. Okay. I mean, like I, I I think it's something it's super like cool. things happen. Yeah, things happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, whereas I I have like creative ideas. He he find he gives them legs. And that's kind of how it started. Like, it, you know, having an idea, but everybody talks. I think that's what bothered me a lot. Like, you, you, you work at the Apple store, and you've, we all have heard this. People, yeah. 
getting equipment to start things and then you talk to them in six months they're like man that shit's in the basement (laughs) but i didn't want to be like that and i'm not like that about most things Mm -hmm. and i i knew that you had been in a band and then when we talked about just kind of having a third guy you came up and i just remembered that you 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 had every time we spoke there was always I got to talk to him later about something. <laughs> if I think about it again, I'll talk to John about it. Yeah. And that was just really when when we <clears throat> kind of talked about having a, another person to kind of reel it in. I mean, not that we had, not that ours. I listened to the old ones. It's not like we didn't have any structure or anything. Yeah. But it's no, like, John, you, John, you may have even had more structure. <laughs> yeah, no, John definitely brings more of like an overall production yeah. <clears throat> element. And then since he started working with us, he he definitely has like. You know, without him, we wouldn't have uh, was it Price Walker House Cooper? Yeah, you know, Schmooper. <laughs> Schmooper. Yeah. Um, that kind of organization is un- unrivaled here. But I don't know. It, it is really just that. Like we would talk all the time. You yeah. know, at at work and like with you know other people that we worked with, but especially right. with one another. And it was the kind of thing where we were always around the technology and we're mm-hmm. talking about how easy it is to do stuff. Right. right. And we we're like, what the hell? Like, why aren't we doing that? Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I got a mic, you know, I got a computer. You know, it's like, we, we got we got the stuff. It's like, why don't we just hang out for an hour and see see what happens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, and that was exactly that. I mean, literally going over his house and sitting in the basement for an hour, just fucking around with a computer and a mic, figuring right. out how to make it work. Mm-hmm. And, and it's cool. Like, it was a way to kind of have some sort of responsibility and feel like we owned something you know like we're producing something of like our opinions and you know and friends of ours that like knew that we had a lot of opinions on movies or talked about movies a lot and thankfully like yeah i know that we don't have no idea how many people listen to this but we know our friends and family support us (laughs) and have listened to stuff and 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 knew that you were a friend and supporter and and you know you, you you coming on to the team has been a great thing so it's and it continues to be just that which is we have the means to do something that we have an opinion about. Yeah. So why aren't why not do it? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like we just do it every other week. So yeah. it's still fun and it I'll still it. is that. So who came up with the name Movie Schmovie? I'm pretty sure that I did. I don't I have, no. I genuinely don't remember. Because because I, I thought it's such a good, I have to say, and this is going to sound you know, hey, we're celebrating five years, so I'll say this. Yeah. It's such a good name, I think, because I, think so I feel too. like it's catchy. And it, Fuck, it doesn't sound like it takes itself too seriously. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's too much of anything or not enough of something. It just is a good, I, you I, get the idea that it's a movie show. For and, some reason in my mind, I, I mean, he might not even have been at the store at that time, but mm-hmm. for some reason I felt like Jason Conti. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know if he was around when right, we started right. it, but it sounds like something that he may have had a hand in. But you're probably right. I don't remember. Yeah. I remember, I just remember the idea of making the name silly. Like, mm-hmm. I, I knew that something about, having something something kinda, unpretentious yeah, yeah. yeah. like, like yeah, there's no seriousness yeah. going on here um, well it's not like called cinematique yeah. or something like that you know but <laughs> something really weird that came out of this whole situation is i realized that like whether you're conscious of it or not we've kind of inspired people to start doing things like there's mm. like john carlos started uh, a podcast shout out to john carlos that's the name of his podcast shout out to john carlos <laughs> it's like it should have been <laughs> yeah it's it's it, he, he it's called like in my parents basement or something like oh, that's that cool. he just interviewed. i mean and, and i've had tons Who's of the interview? just <laughs> random friends oh, that's cool yeah it's it's a really cool idea like I know he had a podcast. pretty cool um and then like a lot of other friends that have had ideas and I just think it's really cool, yeah. Being in a in in a place where you have some sort of outlet outside of just watching movies, talking mm-hmm. about them is 
made me realize how well, much I love movies. I have definitely done the thing of like, look, oh, oh. I, just, I just got attacked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John was attacked by his cat. It stood on its hind legs and just started batting the shit out of his eye. Petting me and Better. loving me is not sufficient. I must eat your flesh. <laughs> right. Um, what, what, what were we just saying? Um, I said I had something to say, and then I uh, forgot because I got attacked you by got a cat. You <laughs> can't wipe your memories. Podcasts, I've I've had prior to this, like three podcasts, mm-hmm. and probably going to have two more after this. And, and this is this is the pride of, I mean, like... Let's I do, say everyone gets, yeah. what, would that be, six podcasts total for you? Yeah, and and honestly, I mean, I've, 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 I've I just did stand up in front of a bunch of rando people that cheered and stuff like that and it still doesn't equate to the satisfaction that i get when we put this together and we have that good yeah clean episode you're like man that was that was flawless <laughs> that was a flawless victory and I have, we have that we have that more now than ever you will find yourself looking forward to it like yeah. you'll see a movie oh, and yeah. you'll be almost like okay i'm you know kind of agitated until you get a chance to talk about it and i will almost talk to like I'll talk to my wife about it, and I'll realize I'm not so much like practicing, but I'm kind of trying out how I really feel about something because <laughs> yeah. sometimes you don't know how you feel right about away. a movie yeah. until you've talked about it a little bit. And, and part of it is like I want it to be off the cuff, but I also want to know that I'm not like that. I have an idea. It's it's rare. It's been rare in the time that we've done this to have seen a movie and to have had not much to say about it. It's happened a few times, right. but like it's weird when you sit down and you're like, I don't have anything to say about this movie at all. I, I, I that in and of itself is almost a topic. Yeah. But I think that it's been, it definitely has been like a pressure release valve for me because I do get these these opinions circulating in my head. And they're not even really opinions, they're just thoughts. I feel like if you have an opinion, an opinion, you can just say, oh, that's how I feel. And you can right. get on with your life. But when you're like, I don't know how I feel because of this and this, it's yeah. great to know, all right, I'm at least going to sit down with two people whose opinion I respect and right. like figure out why did I not like this movie or why why was this one special or whatever. Sure. So it's super interesting that we all have individual conversations with each other and then our group conversations and they're we all have a very impressive Facebook yeah. thread yeah. message. Yeah. yeah. We we talk individually yeah. to each other and then we'll have like the group it's so nuts. Like and I didn't realize how much we talk on there. Remember before when we used to not be able to talk at all? Yeah. One text message and yeah. like one group messages? It was like, what's the best means? Is is text message that, gonna work? See, that was the it thing. was like when you were at Under Armour and you're like, I can't look at my phone. It's like yeah, blowing yeah. up. I was like, yeah. do we do texts or do we do Facebook? Facebook, and Facebook so was the easier. answer. Yeah, because yeah. because yeah. it's all we- it can be web based yeah. and I can I can be doing my work flow yeah. and I can yeah. have it on, on the screen. Yeah. You can let movies movie invade your yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. Or you your can day. also occasionally look and see that the other two guys have had a field day and you just weren't around for it. <laughs> and you want to be like, does anyone want to catch me up on what I missed? Here? I usually just like yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> Summary. Or like a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I agree with you. Well you you did recently summer like when we were planning our schedule including tonight for mm. the next couple yeah. of recordings yeah. uh you uh you you shot, shot Ronald a little summary because yeah. you were yeah. dealing with some yeah. some yeah. issues yeah. medical stuff Steve knows week. how I operate at this point and so do you I really do There's a there's a it's so here's here's what happened and I think this is a real growth in our relationship seriously Yeah We had this we don't have very many disagreements yeah. we had this moment where it was kind of like are we in this Yeah, yeah. And and I know that <clears throat> it appeared as if like you know I, it was slipping away a little bit, mm-hmm. but really what it boiled down to is like understanding how we work, our love languages, mm-hmm. yeah, and getting how we work. It, it, it's not a matter of like I didn't care. It's like there's a level of data that goes in my brain 
just because of everything that I do, that that is not dismissive of any part of anything you ever say, mm-hmm. but more about like I'm trying to hold on to the little bit of sanity I'm, that I yeah, have. I'm yeah, and it's nothing against. Yeah. It's like I'll have this conversation <clears throat> with you, and then I'll I'll talk in front of a bunch of people and get embarrassed and sad, and have this like. <laughs> reevaluate my whole life and then we'll talk about doing a podcast i'm like fuck my brain is wiped and then we'll talk about this stuff i'm like oh cool yeah. and please summarize what we talked about <laughs> i have a conversation with steve completely forget it and then he's like and i'm like hey do we have it's like hey what day is that again oh it's yeah. tonight it's tonight we're it actually here waiting for you no ronald you you are the best it's almost like you know it's it's, it's like when a kid or like a an like an animal has like great timing you know yeah. it's like it's not intentional, it's not intentional. i'm not <laughs> comparing you to an animal no, but it's like it, when, it. when somebody who's not doing something on purpose has great timing it's like you will hit hit that so what time tonight <laughs> at the perfect <laughs> moment when we've just decided we can't meet tonight we're gonna do it tomorrow night we're gonna do it and then it's like okay it. everything's cool and then so what time tonight or so we're not meeting tonight or whatever it is where it's just like or so what topics are we doing yeah. But I've, but it's always worked out. What I love is those times when I can tell that you're basically writing your list while we're <laughs> while we're sitting down. Oh, it's night the list show. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's okay. right. Uh, favorite movies ever. Oh shit. Yeah, you guys go first. Yeah. So 2000 to 2010. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let me put my IMDb search real quick. God damn it. <clears throat> well, all that said about all the movies that we've talked about. Yes. John had a great idea. I decided mm-hmm. as maybe he has many. Maybe we're fucking sick of talking about movies. It's right. been five years of yeah. talking about everything yeah. we just said being true. Random Come stuff. on, let's take a rest right. from talking about movies. And I've also had uh, a friend who listens to the show, but she said she only listens to the first part of every episode. What? Because she worries about spoilers. Oh, okay. She just doesn't know when we're going to say something that's going to spoil a movie. Right. And so she only listens to the part at the beginning where we banter because she was like, you guys, when you banter, it's really funny. And I was thinking like, oh, that's, that's good to hear. I was worried. People <laughs> yeah, were like, when are these same. people going to get to a subject? You right, know? Right. Well, so I thought maybe it'd be nice to just take a break and talk about anything but movies for a whole episode. Oh, that's amazing. So... So you may know Ronald. We asked uh, some friends on Facebook for some questions. Oh, oh boy, that's <laughs> a dangerous thing to do. It, it is. Seems. It turns out that it is. Um, I'll start off with kind of a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Andrew Uchinik asks, "Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or one hundred duck-sized horses?" And Kevin Perkins asked, uh, kind of as an, an addendum to that, "Would you rather fight one Steve-sized duck or one hundred duck-sized Steves?" <laughs> wow. So one duck, uh, one uh, horse-sized duck, or one hundred duck-sized horses. Well, I, I, I feel like I, I always go back to Bill Murray's answer to this, mm-hmm. which is that I would go with the horse-sized duck, mm-hmm. ride it, and then strangle it from behind. <laughs> Did you guys see that video where he like no. he took like five minutes to answer the question no. and like he dissected it so well, like you know, uh, it was just like getting in the water with a hundred duck-sized horse i forget what he said but at the right, end right. of it it was like i think my best bet is just to get the duck size <laughs> or the horse sized duck ride it mm-hmm. and then stra- like make it think i'm just taking it for a ride and then strangle it from behind i think i would go for the one big one me anyway too. because to me i feel like there's something like i've seen jurassic park 2 lost world i know yeah. what happens when you've got lots of little mm-hmm. creatures you're, you think you'd be able to beat them all yeah but at some point they're going to overwhelm you yeah and and then you're going to be laying on your back and you're going to have a hundred duck-sized horses like biting at you and yeah. stuff and then you're just going to be gone whereas a big one you might be able to get out of the way you yeah. might be able to climb right. up something you might be able to climb up on it and tame it 
Or just run away. Yeah. yeah. Just get away. But it's like, it's, it's, it's one thing that you're trying to get, it, you're one thing, it's one thing. It's more, it's more even, I think, so. There's, there's that cliche thing that I see in a lot of movies where small things consume you, where it's crawling off the person's body and they start to scream and then they do that shot where it goes in their mouth yeah. and they transition to yeah. the next scene. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be consumed by a bunch of little things. So no, I'd eating alive has always been one of the yeah the, the lowest things on the list of things to do for me. I have be a, alive a mean bionic elbow. Like I have this, I'm, I have like this obsession of jumping off of things and elbowing th- mm-hmm. people. So I think I'd get up on the highest thing. <laughs> do you get to live that out much? <laughs> yeah. Yes. When I was a kid, I used to always wait on high things for Drop friends and family. What's well, your wrestling just, background? Yeah, yeah. Just jump. We've all been boom. there. Bionic elbow. Yeah, but you do that with a hundred little things, and eventually you're on. Yeah, again, they've got you. They got you. Got you back. But a big. Thing. Yeah, you, you're right though. You'd get through a nice chunk of them, and then they would learn they would, your patterns, yep. and like yeah. they would see their friends die. Well, you would tire yourself yeah. out. There's a yeah. hundred of them. Then they consume sake. you, and then they do that shot where they go inside your mouth and mm-hmm. transition to the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you describe that, and we both know what you mean. I, I don't know how often that. happens. I think I was just picturing like, like a. Uh, I feel like there must be three or four movies at least right. where that happens, where the camera goes so. in on the person. Yeah. It's like, ah, 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 yeah. And then, right, <laughs> I feel like I saw it in the Mummy. That I saw it in like some scary movie. Mm-hmm. It, it's like I've seen it done a ton of times or something. So uh, to Kevin's question, is it different to think of it as one Steve-sized duck or one hundred duck-sized Steves? I think it's um solidifies the option that you'd go with the one because mm-hmm. i think even a duck size me would um... a duck that's a duck that's as big as you in both cases we're talking about a giant right, duck. right i'm saying i'd go with the giant yeah duck right as opposed to duck size me i think a hundred of those would be pretty capable of, of fucking your night up <laughs> yeah right i i'm i'm, I'm not denying you, I got, I got you i'm not just, denying your miniature self's ability in, in great numbers to fuck up somebody a, right. what i'm saying right. is does it make it any different the difference between 100 duck-sized horses and 100 duck-sized steves oh, we're talking uh, about the same principle yeah. or are we saying that maybe a maybe it's even more so that a human would be even worse. Like I, that's a what I'm horse saying. is just going to be biting and point. stomping at you. Right. Yeah. But a human would be going. I know Get where creative. his nuts are. They got like <laughs> hands know, and yeah. like mouths to <laughs> and bite. The eyes are out. And the teeth are getting yeah. worked. Yeah. Out. No. Yeah. That, that's no. my point. It's no different at all. They just like boxing your balls. Like, yeah. a <laughs> 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 in fact, I would say the Steve one is even more so because we're talking about a human-sized duck, right? Versus a horse-sized duck. Yeah. Horse-sized duck, I feel like could still like quack your head in half. Yeah. or Something. Yeah. But your chances are even better. Yeah. Smaller bills. Oh, there we yeah. go. Remember that commercial? Smaller bills. Is that Affleck? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was like an Affleck. That's, Who's going with the duck? Yeah. Smaller bills. So here's a good one. Uh, Kevin Holler asks, why are people so angry in cars? <coughs> Ooh. I I definitely am. I know. You're on I, edge. I, yeah. I mean, you're 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 in transit. You're, you, you, you see yourself going somewhere. Um, small spaces. Outside factors that you have no control over. You can be stuck. Yeah, you can yeah. be stuck. You can be stuck because of a decision you made. Yeah, it's like a tangible illustration of what is usually like a philosophical thing. In life, yeah. you take a you take a certain path, and you don't know for years later it was the wrong move. <laughs> yeah. In traffic, yeah. you can know in one immediately block that, that, you, that you made, made a bad choice. Yeah. I was thinking when I the first thing I thought of when I saw that is that when you're in the car, there's a mission. You're trying to get somewhere, yeah. and so whatever happens, that's not part of the plan. It like is a personal affront, and it's like if it keeps happening, like oh traffic's bad, I'm gonna take this alternate route that I know. Oh traffic's bad on the alternate route, maybe yeah. I can make up time this way. And then you get a few blocks down, and you see that the road that you got off of is moving, and you go, 
why did I get? I bet that was only backed up for one block. I jumped. Yeah. It's like there's so much room for like self-recrimination. Yeah. I think yeah. that like I think that that has a lot to do. You're never in the car. I mean, I do like to go just driving. I do too. But I don't. But even then, when something happens, yeah, you're right, you still yeah. get mad. And it, maybe it has that other thing of like that. No matter how together you are, all it takes is some other asshole oh, doing absolutely. something stupid to totally mess you up. And again, I think driving is a, it, it magnifies that too. That's true in life, but it's very true on the road that someone's like getting ahead of you and then not realizing what they did and kind of slowing down and then the lights changing and you're like, you had to get ahead of me, so I'd miss that light. You know, you yeah. can sit and then you can sit there and hate the person. Oh, you're staring at them for a long time if you're stuck in traffic. So. I wish I had as much of a mission in my life as I do every time I get in the car and yeah. go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think there's Man. something super weird about the idea that like everybody's angry and they'll do anything to to kind of get ahead, but as soon as they fuck up, that like thing turns on where they like get all sad and weird. And mm-hmm. I saw a lady like on the highway; she was texting, and she looked mad and like switching lanes, and she bashed into somebody's car, and her 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 whole demeanor changed she like broke down crying i was like but you just created that moment you created that that that, that wasn't like an accident that was just out of the blues so the texting on the road is crazy it's nuts i think that i think that and i'm saying that knowing that i will look at my phone oh yeah i do it and i will change i'll select a a song or a podcast or whatever and but i mean when and i'm i I shouldn't do that but i i do see people who are doing this you know and by the i'm texting that they're coasting along. You can even see it in the person ahead of you. You're wondering why they're veering around so much. Yeah. If you look at the angle, like they're, if they're wearing a ball cap or something, if you look at the angle of oh, the it, bill? you can yeah. see that they're looking down. I yeah. think that's crazy. I think that, I mean, it's like I would, I've broken myself of the habit of, I mean, I, I use hands-free as much as I can yeah, in the car. Same. But when you have to select something, about, there's certain things you can't do. Or even just to look and see who's that calling me or whatever. Right. But, um no, I, 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 that scares the hell out of me. The notion that there's people that just aren't looking at the road at yeah. all. They're, they're counting on you to, to, to drive safely around them, you know, and that, that stresses me out. So I, I guess all that's true. I've, yeah. I've seen so many head-on collisions as a result of texting. I've, I feel like when I was, like a couple years ago, I it didn't, didn't happen really as much it. when I was a little no, kid. I don't know I why. See it happens so much now. <laughs> it's just a bunch of accidents. I've, I've seen so many accidents. I think it's people that don't realize they're even doing it. I think the like the little lady that you were talking about, mm-hmm. the little lady. I think people that are like not sure. I think there's some people that are trying to do too much. Yeah. And maybe they're going to get in a wreck, but those people are are like head on a swivel <laughs> yeah. and they're moving fast. I think there are people who are just confused about everything. And so yes. sitting, like someone who you, who might be standing in the mall going, "I don't know how to do this with my phone," is now doing that in the car while yeah. they're driving, yeah. you know. Yeah. The difference now is there's a there's a veil of protection over those people. Like if if these if if modern society didn't exist human nature that's just a big, That's a big hit. I was like, "Where is this going?" <laughs> I'm just saying like like mother nature would have just knocked them off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Like there's 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 a lot of guards now. Like there's oh, a lot of yeah, things yeah, that guard us from yeah. being killed. Like yeah, yeah. A, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a lot more safe for people to just exist. Whereas before, if it's you a just, safer world if you for just stupid incompetent people. Yeah, yeah, if you would just make walked mistakes. out in the middle of a place where there were lions, like you were done. You were done. There's not a lot of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Just concrete and shitty. Unless you yourself was a lion. Yeah, that's true. Or, or a panther. Or a panther. <laughs> a or a man, or a man. <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> yes. You might have a chance. Yes. That's a very, <laughs> very different. Different scenarios. <laughs> different, just trying to... <laughs> different scenarios. So when you're out on like a road trip, do you think you have the same level of stress or do you think it's less stressful if it's a road trip? 
I try like you, that you're a little more go with the flow. I'm less stressed though. Yeah, yeah same. absolutely. I have a thing about wanting to get out of town. Yes. I don't want there to be some bullshit traffic when I'm trying to get on t- onto 81. But once I've made it onto 81, yeah. I'm sort of like, if traffic's holiday backed road. up, I'm kind of yeah. like, hey, yeah, holiday, holiday road. road. I hear it in my head. It just turns on. <laughs> once we, I see the welcome to the next state, I'm like, oh. Yeah. We, we had a situation. We have a thing where we high five every time we do that. Our <laughs> really? family high fives when you welcome, whatever state it is. Really so there's cool. this like waking somebody up. Hey, you missed Tennessee. <laughs> you know, but it's like, it's it does create like this. And it's like once you get to that first you break into the snacks, whatever. You yeah. feel like, yeah. okay, who cares? We're right, on the right. road. You know? we, we had a situation in January where we were going to Disney, like where that oh, storm. Right. Like we had you flights. Should, you should explain this yeah, a little we, bit. Yeah, we had, we had a, a, a family trip, me, Aaron, Lauren, Brian, and their little girl, like going to, going to Orlando, Disney, mm-hmm. Universal. Everything's done. You know, we're three days out in this, was it was it Joaquin or whatever that storm was? Yeah, I think That so. came in, like, January. Yeah. Like, everything got canceled, you know? And, then like, that immediately makes you upset. Like, goddamn, how are we going to figure this out? Couldn't find a flight anywhere. Couldn't take a train. Couldn't take a bus. Nothing. So we had to get a rental car, and we had to drive to Florida. Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is happening on, like, a Thursday night. Like, this is what we're doing now. Right. You know, so we get a rental car. We pick it up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. We're like, we're going to just fucking drive to Florida. And even in that situation, we're like, not ideal, not at all what we planned. Right. Like, we were planning on being in Florida an hour and a half and enjoying the sun. Right. But we drove for like 15 hours, Brian and I. <laughs> and, you know, when everybody's awake, even, you know, some people are sleeping or whatever. But even in that situation where it's like, I could be very upset and stressed yeah. out and angry. But I'm on the road. Yeah. I'm not at home. I'm not working. Mm-hmm. Everybody's joking, laughing. Like, the things you're talking about. Like, oh, there's a state sign. Oh, they're south of the border. Like, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. You're just like you're distracted by just what's ahead of you yeah. instead of like what is what else is going on in my mind mm-hmm. of like work or yeah. being somewhere on time like I don't really have anywhere to be except at the end of this right. long ass trip right especially Virginia into the Carolinas when nothing's happening it's just yeah. like a straight well yeah once you hit 95 like <laughs> yes. into like the Carolinas it's just like nothing's nothing. happening mm-hmm. No but, but even that, it's fun like I love I love driving like that yeah. I mean that's like family trips when we go to Myrtle Beach every year love it Right. You know, eight and a half hours on the road. I I have no clock to be on per se. I don't have really directions. Like I'm just on the highway. Those are fine, man. Yeah. I love that stuff. But but that initial living here, there's that initial hour and a half of just yeah, trying to yeah. get out of the city yeah, area. Absolutely. That part can stress me out. It, like, it can be tough because it's like oh, we're not even we're not even there yet. We're yeah, not what's, even on what's the, the road beltway yet. look like? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going on a, a road. Well, sort of a road trip. Uh, this weekend, oh, going yeah? to bed and breakfast in Pennsylvania. The this same one, one you go to, or no, this is a, to? another one, um, uh, Edgemere or something like some. some it's not called Emig, is it? No. You know, this comes out on Friday. You don't want people knowing where you I are. No, uh, damn it. You it, should go. I was like, you should go to that. One. My friends' really? parents own a bed and breakfast really? in Pennsylvania. Damn, it's gorgeous. What's the name of it? I think it's called Emig Mansion. E M I G. I'll go next time. I don't this, know. Yeah, I should have told you that. This before. one's like. Three I know and you a like half those. hours away, which is cool. The last one was two. That's cool, man. What um, part of Pennsylvania? This not sure. It's about three and a half hours yeah, into Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yonder. Got I'll it. Yonder. Got it. Got it. Uh, something mere. Something mere. Um, Meerkat Manor. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Eaton asks, "Who's your biggest same-sex celebrity crush?" Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Done. Ronald. What about for you? Um. Hmm. So, Lately, Ryan Gosling. Oh, he's up there too. Man, it's it's. If some, Brad wasn't available, something is happening to him. Like mm-hmm. he's 
he, you know, there was a couple that couple years where he was just his body, like oh Ryan Gosling. But he's well, you were saying that. I remember you saying that. It was fun. It was that fun. was just me rubbing my hands yeah. together. And, and you were like licking the screen. It was saliv- weird. Salivating. <laughs> it was a little hard to get you to talk about any yeah. of his movies. Yeah. You were just yeah. incomprehensible. It was it was very hard to get past my erection. Yeah. But yeah, and then he's he's coming into his own. He has this like really cool comedic side. That, oh, absolutely. It's that, kind of coming out, and it's it's existed. Um, and he has range. He has real range. And I think that we're just seeing the beginning of his rise. And it's really cool to yeah. kind of see him. And then on top of that, he's a very attractive man. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's really yeah. cool, too. Yeah. What about you, John? You know, for the longest time, my answer was Harrison Ford. Yeah, that's what I figured you'd say. Uh, but I think I was thinking about this because it's like, you know, that would be actually Jonathan Eaton who asked this question. I was on his podcast, This is 65, and we talked very much about this subject, and I said Harrison Ford. So I think mm-hmm. I'm going to go for someone younger. And the I, I hate to say the name that keeps coming to me is Paul Rudd. Really? Like, you know, John, I saw Civil War again, mm-hmm. and you remind me so much of Paul Rudd. Really? You do. I Interesting. It. Absolutely. So that means maybe I want to maybe like yourself. have a little bit of a same-sex celebrity crush yeah. on myself. <laughs> I, I don't know what... I, I was thinking about this at, when I saw it at the, at the end scene where he's... Oh, nope. Not, yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. That just happened. Yeah. But yeah, just his, just, just his, like, just his, his, his demeanor, like... <laughs> you're always very positive and very fun and like you never get too serious about anything mm-hmm. and i even think like you know if you didn't have the longer hair and the beard i i kind of think you you could you could you could you could hang with him maybe cousins I, or something i was thinking that maybe that's what i was about to say was that like i feel like there's certain people who you go that person doesn't even know that we would be friends right, right. If, oh if yeah, we this each is, other. absolutely. I, I seriously think that you guys will bond. It, I, I'm so I hope serious. Paul Rudd's listening to this. Yeah, or if his you people. met Paul Rudd, you guys would hang out. <laughs> he is. He actually said he's going to listen to the one episode right. that we didn't talk about movies. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> he's going to tune in. That's a good pick. That's a good. I don't know yeah. something about Brad Pitt. I've, I've like I've been obsessed with Brad Pitt, Love Brad Pitt. since like he's since he's, forever. He's close... I don't know. I couldn't decide if you were going to say Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise. Honestly. The, Again, TC he, Tom. And, and I don't, he, I don't, I don't disagree with either one. I think they're both. I think they're both. I think the the, the crush, there's a certain amount of wish fulfillment in your in your same sex crush. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? You yeah, see yeah, somebody yeah. who you can relate to, but that is a little bit beyond yeah. you. And so absolutely, level. Idris is moving up there too. He mm-hmm. his shoulders, there, man. I, I you want to just kind of get a piggyback? Yeah, on maybe. Yeah, he could hold you up. Seriously. I just want him to hug yeah, me. Yeah, he. Yeah. I just want Idris Elba to hug me. <laughs> just wrap you in his arms. <laughs> just. I don't want to hug him. I want it to be. You're him. gonna just stand I want it to be him hugging. Down. I'm not gonna be weird about it. I'm just saying I want him to initiate. I want him to say. I'm, he, he just. Come those here. Big arms. Just come here. And just come yeah. Here. Just thanks, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And the accent. Is that yeah. how he's? <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you watch some movies. Uh, that's getting better. Workshop it a little more. <laughs> you should Live. make this. You should make this a part of your stand up. Your stand up. So I did like a, the like first a... one that you did sounded like. Uh, God, who was that? The first one. It was kind of like <laughs> um, little, the, the, the the brothers Grimsby dude. Yeah, uh, like that version. Mark of Strong. The... Mark Strong. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, I get that. And then I realized that say interest... say thanks again. Thanks. Oh, it sounds like that. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, bruv. Thanks, bruv. Thanks, bruv. <laughs> Thanks, bruv. Let's do the podcast the rest in that same accent. Let's just finish it out. We should have a, an episode where you do like an accent workshop for us. Oh, you, man. You've always been good with voices. I would love show. to do that. <laughs> I, I would love to. I realized. You know, actually, if I'd had time, 
all of your impressions would, would make a good <laughs> a, a good clip. Some of, uh, you know, some of the really bad ones. The one I remember fondly is uh, when we talked about the Total Recall remake, and uh, I had not seen Total Recall before that. So I watched Total Recall and the remake, and it prompted. I still feel like when we were talking about Schwarzenegger on that episode was some of the hardest that I remember laughing on this show. Just where it's like we were talking about just. How, what a weird... There's so many weird moments in those movies. Yeah. And that he seems like such a weird guy. I'm getting a far afield from yes. this point. Yeah. But still, uh, that, that, your voices... Your voices. I, yeah. You, Thanks, you, you had a pretty hilarious... I don't remember it being very good, but it was oh, hilarious. No. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was but terrible. it's great, though. I think I just like his surprises. I think that's what we were talking about. Yeah. His yeah. just popping up everywhere. And <laughs> yeah. So funny. That fucking movie, so full of surprises. He, All right. He loves... We're talking about movies too much. Yeah, sir. Go back to episode 40 or 41, yeah. I think. Go back. Yeah, go back. <laughs> um, here's a good one, and it's kind of a head-scratcher, uh, but uh, Chris Garrison asks, what's your favorite non-sexual position? Um. When I was thinking about this the other day, I leaned back in my chair. I did this, and I realized I like that. Mm. I like that stretch. Mm. But I don't think that's one that I do that often. But I do think I like to have my arms above my head. So I would say that, like, and I try not to do this because it's a little bit like you're intimidating people. But I like to stand in a doorway mm-hmm. with oh. my hands kind of hitched up in the door oh. and, le- and yeah, kind of lean, lean in. in. And I feel like when there's a group of people and you're yeah. doing that, it seems a little bit like you're you're, showing you're off doing like a yeah. silver, or yeah. just that you're doing like some gorilla thing of like, I'm going to be the tallest <laughs> and therefore the most dominant or something. <laughs> And like you don't want to do that when you're having an argument or something like that, you know. Like I don't like, know that I've ever looked at somebody in a social setting that had their hands in their frame, like that guy's being a gorilla. <laughs> Stop being a gorilla. Stop. I gotta it's say, I gotta say, if you've never thought that, you've really missed out. So your wife has to just say, "Hail Caesar!" When you're, <laughs> right, yeah. No, don't. Well, I guess what I mean is, it's a little bit like you're block, you're actually blocking the door. When yeah, you're like try that. to get through. Yeah, me. it's like gotcha. yeah, you gotta get past me. Um, but that's so why I like that one. What about you, Ronald? Downward dog. Oh, that's a good it's one. The first time, it's the first time that I was able to like... So you do yoga though. So this, yeah, this yeah. is like... First a, time I was able to like touch the ground and have my legs straight was, mm-hmm. was that position. And uh, promptly fucked my knees up the next day. Like I felt like I got beat up. Wow. Yeah, I felt terrible. You got beat up I feel like anytime I try to do yoga, like I just feel like I look ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Like my body is not made it's to not do a those showy, things. It's not a showy... I've done it a couple times, but and it feels good, but... I don't understand why people do it in like a group setting. It's such a, it's such an embarrassing yeah. at first. Yeah. Such an embarrassing. Thing. I found myself falling a whole bunch mm-hmm. when I first started. So, that's probably my favorite position. It realigns things. Mm-hmm. I sound like a piece of shit. I don't know, man. I feel like if I could get a good spot on a couch, like a short, like a, I like sitting on like a love seat mm-hmm. where I can put a pillow. On one arm and a pillow on the other, Ooh. and basically just you myself in between the two. Yeah. And the TV is at like a forty-five degree angle on my right, mm-hmm. so I'm just kind of like. That's a good position. Chaise lounging I know, I know exactly it with the, with the view of either a TV or the scenery outside, yeah. or I don't know anything mm. that's worth looking at. It's very relaxing. And it's very easy for me to fall asleep in that position. So uh-huh. I was actually laying like that before I came here, which is why I was probably a couple minutes late. So, <laughs> Nothing wrong. Sorry with about that. that. I will also say to to your point, just a good old if you've got the right pillow behind you. Oh man, just a good old yes. laying back straight. 
Yeah. Just laying out, you know, so like good. it's like you could take like I always think of it as like a cowboy nap. Like if I was a cowboy, I'd be like <laughs> tipping my hat <laughs> down over yeah. my face and just yeah. I've got a minute, so I'm gonna catch a few. <clears throat> so you know? I like absolutely. that. Absolutely. And the older I get, the more I am able to just like I could nap. Like I could right now yeah. lay down, and within a minute or two, I'd be taking a little nap. It's, yeah. it's very easy for me to access the the nap now. I never slept on my back as a as a like a younger when I was younger. Like, but now Pete. I, put, I like that what stopped you there was the word person. <laughs> yeah, like so a younger makes me person. Think, like, what, what, was Ron, what was Ron when he was younger? What were you? He's like, he realized, it all makes sense. He realized he was just about to reveal that he's a Pegasus. <laughs> yeah. When I was a younger papa, uh, <laughs> papa, uh, I like to put my legs in like a P shape. Like I'll, I'll oh like, yeah, yeah, drop yeah. the one behind. Well, oh my oh, god, that's true. It makes. I it, might change mine to that. It feels the crazy. P shape. Yeah, and well, I live in a studio and like. <laughs> it's just my bed to TV and yeah. then oh my god it's a that's game true. changer that's true I and like when that. somebody asks like if Aaron asks me to get up or or like I have to move I don't want to do it it has to be for a good reason has to be like there's got to be incentive it has to be like what am I going to do that makes me happier than I am has right to now be. my my goal is if I <laughs> get up and I have to get back in that I ask her for everything you need water you need a snack you need this that yeah. you knock all that out because I'm never sta- I'm never standing back up. Right, right. So no, that's that makes sense though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting back up. <laughs> never. <laughs> Fuck all that noise. <laughs> so, uh, Bob Rose asks. <laughs> oh God. If God exists and said to all three hosts of Movie Schmovie that if the three of you have vigorous three-way sex together to completion at least once for each of you for a sustained nine-hour session with one two-minute bathroom break. He, God, will save the life of an innocent Canadian person who was slowly and painfully dying of a terminal illness at a young age. This is a person you've never met, never will meet, and will never be given knowledge of, nor will they know of you or your choice. When completed, you will each receive a lifetime supply of low-sodium spam per host, which you can do with as you please. Would you all agree to do it? Why or why not? Yes, during the nine hours, you must be in physical contact with every other member of the podcast, sans the designated bathroom break. Hold on. So the question is really, if we knew we were going to save someone's life, uh-huh. would we have vigorous nine-hour three-way sex? And I feel like, I say yes. I mean, I'm not like, I would I would, I would have a sense of duty about it. If, if I knew yeah. someone's life was going to be saved. Well, you also get a lifetime supply of spam out of it, right? Yeah, right. I'm not that excited about yeah, the spam. We could donate it to charity. Somebody just told me about teriyaki spam, which I've never... The fact that spam has flavors is news to me. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, I think, I think somebody goes out of their way to get teriyaki sauce mm-hmm. and some spam and like fry it and cook it in. So my answer is yes. Your answer is teriyaki spam. Teriyaki spam. Yes. Yes. Sure. Three way. Sure. Yeah. You got nothing I'm against this, yeah. this mysterious Canadian. No, I'm fine. I, Rando. Just be helpful. Um, I actually have a question that just came in from Tegan. Um, no, we will not change the music. No, we're not going to change it. <laughs> until say, uh, a, until certain, a certain composer's legal team comes right. out. Yeah. Uh, you should discuss things that are okay to, not, to order off the menu or things that are not okay to order off the menu. At what place? I think in general. Mm. Wait, wait. Things that are okay to order off the menu? Yeah. You mean I things guess, that aren't on the menu that I you're going to order? I guess off menu things. What do, you, do you ask for anything off the menu and... What's okay to order off the menu and what's not okay? I don't do a lot of that. Uh, man, I've I'm, never known. I'm king off menu. I, but I've never known what to do. Like I hear you you mentioned the, that you can go to McDonald's and you can get uh, a, a Big Mac with fish yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I never with think what? 
with fish. So I get I replaced the Big Mac patties oh, 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 with, with, the with fish, fish. fish fillet. Yeah, a, bi- a Big Mackerel. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so good if that's what they called it. Yeah. Except it's cod, though. I think right. <laughs> A sorry, big guys. macad. <laughs> I don't think that works. Such a right, goddamn sorry, dream sorry, ruler. Sorry, sorry. God damn it. <laughs> they, oh, by the way. They, speak- they've probably been like, can we work out the economics of switching to mackerel yeah. just so we can call it that? <laughs> yeah. you know? Closely related to that. Do you know that when you order a, a filet of fish now in Maryland, it's only the Old Bay kind? No. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, I've, I've tried this twice, and they always sprinkle Old Bay on it. Wow. So fucking annoying. Presumptuous of them pieces of shit see i i don't you know i've never hated old bay but i feel like it's overrated i love old bay i love old bay. i don't dislike I it on bay. certain things and it's great on certain things but i just feel like the celebration like i don't want it on everything the way some people yeah. seem to, to want. you know it's great at landmark harborese the popcorn they have old bay on it oh really that's amazing really yeah i mean I'll, i Holy again shit. i like it on like everything so. yeah, yeah that's great <laughs> to have it in the movie theater i noticed you sprinkling it on the microphone yeah it's weird like <laughs> It's very odd to like lick this pop filter with a. Do you order anything off menu? Um, every once in a blue moon. I mean, I feel like Lauren, or you know, my friend Lauren yeah. is probably like the queen of anybody that I know that does that. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know if it's really qualified as off menu or just like trying to create your own thing. Yeah. Because uh, anytime she orders and you hear the preface of "I don't know how you want to do this," Whoa. <laughs> that wow. that is like. Oh shit! We better buckle in because this is yeah. gonna be a five minute conversation on create your own fucking adventure. You know, Lauren <laughs> and I are kindred spirits. I'm, I've realized that about a lot of shit. No, I know you. Yeah, you like things a certain way, and like, yeah. how can you make this for me? Yeah, and that's I, it's fine, but it's hilarious when we're at dinner and like, I'll go, Aaron will go, Brian will go, we're ordered, we're done, and it's like literally like you can see the waiter or waitress like kind of like yeah. when, when that's when that comes out, it's just right. like oh shit. Like, are you going to actually test me on, like, what I know about yeah. that we actually offer? Like, can I make this happen for you or yeah. not? I Off-menu fruit. I, I, whenever I get fruit off-menu, whenever there's, I'm like, hey, can I get, like, a? do you have, like, a container of fruit that I can get? <laughs> it's always shitty. So that's probably why it's not on the menu. Yeah, so Tegan, I guess that's what it is. Fruit. Whenever I ask well, for Well, because when you ask that, they're going to the back and they're saying, hey, do we still have that container of fruit? <laughs> yeah. And from, he's uh, like, it's over from there. From 95? <laughs> yeah, I think so. What, Look over there. It's in that other container where we put all the containers we didn't use. What I think they do, I think they go through the back, go to 7-Eleven. Go yeah, to get the, the fruit cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> put it into a bowl. That's it. And you pay like $5 for it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. $2 profit. Money well spent. Yeah. Del Monte fruit cocktail. <laughs> exactly. What a hustle. Uh, okay, next question. <clears throat> Becca Eaton asks, uh, what is your favorite book that you've read this year? I don't read. You don't read? Not much. Not much? No. Um, What's your favorite uh, article that you've read this year? <laughs> <laughs> trying to put it in terms you can understand, Steve. Oh, man, I don't know. Um, trying to read every once in a while. but Have you seen anything based on a book that you liked? I mean, yeah, definitely. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've read anything. No, I haven't read any book. Let me think about um, it. Do you have anything? A book that you've read this year? I mean, I'm reading a book, but I'm no, I, no. not a fan of it. No, I like it. But uh, in perspective, it's probably the best thing you've read because if it's the only yeah. book. Well, I mean, did I read any comics? Um, you're liking the, weren't you saying you like the Black Panther comics? Yeah, I, I just started on that. So oh, okay. I guess that's the Ta-Nehisi Coates' um, new run of Black Panthers. It good. just started, yeah. It's yeah, the second started. issue. It's really good. Um, 
Yeah, I guess that's probably the in Dark Knight three. I mean, I read that. I, th- I see. I, I like comics, so I, I think yeah. we can count comics as yeah, books you've read. Um, I haven't read a lot. I feel like this year I've finished books that I carried around for a long time mm-hmm. last year, and I finally like finished them one by right, one. Right. I'm bad about having a stack that I carry around with. I'm not a I'm not a modern person at all when it comes to books. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But so I finished a book called Gilded Needles by Michael McDowell, who mm. I think I actually recommended on this show yeah, once before, a yeah. horror author. Uh, it was one that I it took me for forever to get into it, but once I finally got into it, I I flew through it. Oh. Uh, and then I also very quickly recently read. Um, uh, it was extremely readable. It's not like a great piece of literature, but it's a book called Live from New York. It's a like an oral history of oh, yeah, Saturday Night Live. Oh, it? So it's got like 40 years of, you know, it, it it doesn't have everybody you might like to hear from. Like certain people are just completely absent from the from the book. Example? Far, well, Jay Moore. Okay. Uh, and no, not that he was on the show for very long, but Michael McKean, okay. who was on a season or two. I actually thought, oh, it'd be interesting to hear about some of those big names that yeah. were on the, on the show briefly and didn't really leave a mark. But they didn't talk much about I don't feel like David Koechner comes yeah. up in the book. So there's some there's some people that you would think maybe would have come. Jim Brewer, I'm just now thinking of a long wow. list of people. But there's so many people that it does talk about, like particularly the early era and the... Uh, I remember being really interested in kind of the formation of the what was my classic era, which was the John Lovitz, Phil Hartman, Dana Carvey, yeah, Jan right. Hooks, Nora Dunn, Dennis Miller uh, era. So, But it, it the stories get less interesting kind of as the show goes along because in the beginning it was this crazy show that there was no real model for it before and so you had people like you know Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi uh, and and Gilda Radner and they were just doing this show and I think after that original cast every cast that came in knew that Saturday Night Live could be a springboard for your career it could be something beyond just its own destination and so I think that's why people think of that original cast as special yeah because otherwise I don't think the show was really I don't think it's ever really been great throughout. I think it's had good episodes and good cast members and good hosts. Yeah, you're right. But it's always been hit or miss, you know? And so I think people who romanticize any one era of it too much are, yeah. I read are kind ar- of not understanding that it's a, it's a renewable resource, yeah. you know? I read an article that was basically saying that your favorite season is directly correlated with... I read that. When, when, you, when you were kind of between the ages of like... What was it like? 13, 13 and to, to like, 18 or 19 yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's it. Like, that's like that's, that's the, the impression. That, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that really tells you a lot about the way that show hits you, though. Like, oh, it yeah. hits you at that Absolutely. point where you're looking for some satire. You're looking for something yeah. to kind of make fun of yeah. things. But, so, actually, yeah. you know what? I take that. I want to say I did actually. I didn't read it. I, re- I listened to the audiobook of Leah Remini's Troublemaker, mm-hmm. which is like her... Tell all about her yeah, yeah. departure from Scientology. Mm. Very, it's very good. interesting. Yeah, I mean, just because I'm so and just amazed and interested in this whole. Does she shed any light on the mystery we have about Tom Cruise about just how much he knows? It's and... just fucking crazy, man. She mentions him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, so he's so he's nuts, but is he like evil? <laughs> uh yeah. Wow. She definitely makes him out to be very not good. Oh, like, <clears throat> like there's this whole and you can. Uh, this is the part that she promoted when she was doing all her PR for it, but like. The whole thing that she she goes in all this detail about how they basically were trying to recruit Jennifer Lopez and Mark Antony uh, <laughs> to become Scientologists, mm-hmm. and they invited when he and Katie Holmes were married, like they were invited to the wedding, and in the end, it was basically realized. Well, she she theorizes that she was basically invited only so that they could then invite 
Jennifer Lopez and oh, Mark Anthony. And like uh-huh. at the wedding, like they were like consciously trying to separate Jennifer Lopez <sighs> from her group of friends, like to be just with Tom and Katie. And like just the way that they were saying, like they acted, like they they took on like a they took them out like in a different vehicle, like almost like trying to like kidnap them. That's or so something. weird. It's very weird. And I mean, you know, she's got this is her story. I don't know. I, right, I don't know. Right. It's one pers- one one thing. But I mean, you know, even that said, I, it doesn't really change my view on Tom Cruise as like an actor or movie star. Yeah, it's it, it it. You know, we've had that conversation before. But I'm just saying though. But I mean, it is what it is. He's it's... been talked about in documentaries before and in, in articles, but like. Hearing a little bit from like a star who like committed her life to this thing mm-hmm. and like was able to get out of it, it's it's just like listening to how like much of a little like brat he is. Like he sounds like he's yeah. like a little baby yeah. almost. Like like how he treats his assistant and like like weird shit about like parties that they would have late at night and like him like having like a mental breakdown over like peanut butter in the kitchen oh, like buddy. weird shit just like character problems mm-hmm. you know but that's only accentuated by the fact that this like religion like he's like the idol yeah, of this religion I don't know it's it's interesting book like it's really cool like I was that's... really impressed by it and it shone, shone a lot of light on like the organizational structure of Scientology which is talked a lot about in Going Clear but her being at different levels like she's able to talk a lot about you know, being all, all over the country in these different like workshops and like these different clinics and like mm. how much money she spent on some, like having to donate millions of dollars to, like to be invited to parties. It is weird, man. It's like the whole thing has always been very odd to me. But her her story, it's called Troublemaker. Um, yeah, it's I, I would say probably that's the most engaging thing I've. It's the only. <laughs> so it's uh it's the winner right there. Winner winner. But it it was engaging on as well as being the only thing. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Or it was. It probably still is. Wendy Michelle Montalegra asks us to describe the one drudgery-type thing life requires of you that your hatred of exceeds any and all rational explanation, and feel free to elaborate on any great lengths avoiding this activity. Mm. I would probably say, like, having to watch what I eat. Yeah, you I know, get that. Like, I want to avoid that as much as possible. <laughs> but as I get older, it's not easy to um, give in to all my mm. indulgences mm-hmm. as much as I would like. That probably also pair with working out. They yeah. go hand to hand. So I get that. If I overdo the one, I have to do more of the other. So yeah, that's probably mine. Mm. Yeah, I would say like if I, working out would be a good one, just because it is very hard to get motivated to do. It that. requires doing a it's lot. It so, gets so boring yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But but considering that I don't do that every day, I I guess if I were to think of something that I'm probably supposed to do every day, I think that um, like I find it really hard like emptying the dishwasher. I love that. I don't like emptying the dishwasher. I can yeah. load the dishwasher. I could load it all yeah. day. I could like rinse <clears throat> things really well. Like I rinse the shit out I of stuff. I will rinse the shit. <laughs> no, I do. I'd rinse the shit out of stuff. Like I, I get it. it so clean. Nikki will say, this stuff is clean. She'll be emptying it yeah. when I've loaded yeah. it. And I'm like, no, no, it's not full yet. I just rinse I the shit out of it. Yet. I just, You're welcome. But, but I don't trust. I think that you, you basically use a washing a dishwasher to just heat it up and, and get it. You know, <laughs> like I guess it sanitizes it or something, but I, I get it cleaner than the, than the dishwasher gets it as far as getting stuff off of it. Yeah. Whoa, a little cocky yeah. there. I know, a little cocky, <laughs> but I love that part of it. But then the emptying, especially yeah. the silverware. It's annoying. Because the silverware is the one where you've got to examine them one by one and do a little yeah. extra work sometimes. You've got a little water spot yeah, on right, it. Yeah. Yeah. I and hate that, grabbing it from the top. Yeah. I always feel like, oh, I'm touching the top of these. I'm touching every person. Yeah, but if you put utensil. it if you put yeah. it in the other way, then you it's right. like it's, it's all dripping down. down. Yeah. Yes. No, it's weird. 
So I would say the dishwasher would be the thing that, like, if you were to ask Nikki, she would just say yes. Emptying the dishwasher is like a problem for mm. me. But I don't, I don't like think I'm not going to do it. But I will postpone until the right. absolute last minute. Um, and I was also getting my hair cut. You don't do that every day. But I have so much anxiety over bad haircuts that it results in the appearance you see before you. I don't understand that. <laughs> like, this is not a statement. This is not long hair or a beard. This is fear of doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine is, it's, come, it's moved up the list, but small talk. Oh. Something's happened to me in the last couple of years where, like, oh, I might a agree with very you. specific type of small talk I can't do. Okay, so. Let me but, clarify. Are you talking about in person? In person, okay, small okay, talk, okay. and and what's happened essentially is like we both do it, mm -hmm. but I have walk ups, mm -hmm. so like you get okay. So the problem is, I did not realize how ridiculous people are until their small talk comes up. Because mm -hmm. like the la okay, so here's the last thing that came up: the last small talk. Um, I'm minding my business. And the, this older gentleman comes in and he's like, hey, um, basketball, right? And I'm like, why? why is he talking to me about basketball? And he's like, making some pretty good points. And I know sports. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to fucking. He, he made a decision about me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really want to talk about it. Right. And he's making this talk because I'm I'm updating his computer, and I just just shut up. You go in your corner and text or something, and let me work. Or like, I don't mind weather talk. Weather talk's okay for me. I can actually find that interesting to yeah. say to somebody like, "Boy, it is hot today." Yeah. <laughs> but I, I understand a, that's supposed to be like the example of terrible conversation. Um, I have a joke that I just started telling yesterday, where it's uh, if if there's an older white couple in a place. They play a game with me called Why Are You Here? What Do You Do For A Living? <laughs> and it bothers the fuck out of me. It's very it's very interesting. It's all, it, it happens the same way. They're always like, hey, uh, so what brings you here? First question, why are you here? Right? right? And then they try to guess what I do for a living, which is really uncomfortable. Hmm. It's re it's every, it happens every time. And sometimes it's happened in front of Aaron. She can attest to it. It's a very... It starts off really cool, like... So you you live in the area? Were you were you uh, um uh wait, wait, car salesman manager right mm -hmm. like no nope. and then I'll come back like <laughs> you know there's a lot of there's a lot of real estate agent you're a real estate agent and then it keeps what's what situation are you in when these this is happening oh so like it could be anything it's just from like, like at it could be anything from like staying in a so like you might be in a line and like. Trying to and somebody's trying to ring somebody up and they're like, "I need a price check," and then they're like, "Oh, this is taking forever." What brings you here? Like it happens. <laughs> you know how you stop this? Wear earbuds all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or it's it's crazy, man. To the even if you're not listening to anything, no, just like, pop don't one. Don't even in. plug it in. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Just put them in your pocket. It's nuts. And then let them realize after you've been yeah. ignoring them if they look down and they see it dangling yeah. out like past your jacket, <laughs> the, just the the in, the plug just dangling. Why are you here? You seem crazy. Why are you here? What do you do for a living? Two questions I get constantly. And I don't know what it is. I've never been asked that in my life. I, 
Man. I think there's a big reason why you've never been asked that. Sometimes, by these old white Steve, I think Ronald's talking about. I kind of want to tape it. I kind of want to record it because it happens every time. It's like it doesn't always happen in that order. When you say well, tape it, do you mean like take a tape recorder with you and record <laughs> yeah. it? Or? Have the talk boy yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from home alone. Home alone. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? I'll well, hang out with you. Just to bring it out. Slam it on the, the, the counter. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. 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 What were you saying? Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. Ask me a stupid question again. Yeah. But yeah, it's small talk. What form of sublimated racism were you right, uh, espousing? Right. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite things and almost one of my most feared things. Because I love talking to people, obviously, but yeah. small talk. Well, I find that when you said small talk, I thought of those times where I'm going out to do something and I think, I hope I don't run into anybody that I know. Mm. Neighbors can be weird for that because you really can't get away from a neighbor and you've got to see him again. So there's no way that you can't be really rude to a neighbor. Small talk with Walmart employees also. Also That's very your first weird. mistake right there. Walmart, yeah. Yeah, going to Walmart. That's on you, bro. And I live in a city. <laughs> and I live in a city. So you get a very specific yeah. type of employee. Like, um, by the way, when Steve said that's on you, bro, he put his finger in Ronald's face. <laughs> that's on you, bro. I turned it sideways. That's on you, bro. That's on you, bro. Shisha. Uh, there's always like, like, I obviously don't understand how podcasts work. Yeah, like, right, people yeah. can't see this. It's a 3D podcast. You know what? I don't care how easy it gets, I don't ever want to move to any kind of video. Cast. Like I know podcasts that have you don't want to do it. I, you know, I feel like I would so, feel very strange. I would so feel like, insane. what are we doing with our hands? So insane you say that. I've had like I never told you guys this, but like three or four people have asked me if I ever wanted to like get us on video doing like doing this. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, circle the, jerking. The question that we got from Bob. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> was it Bob? Was it Bob? <laughs> yeah, Bob Rose. Does, does YouTube Live let you record a nine-hour sex act directly <laughs> to their server? So. I think so. I think See, we'd be banned everyone forever. Everyone would know that I'm always freshly showered when we record. <laughs> you are. You really are. I guess that's the convenience of being home, yeah. though. We well, never no, say you know this. what it is though? It's the fact too that I always try to do too much. It's like so I'll be around the house. Like I might mow the lawn if mm -hmm. I get if I have 30 minutes. I might mow the lawn, and it's like I don't want to shower and then do that. So usually when I yeah. shower is when I'm like, oh, people are about to be here. So that's why I always... I always assume you were just like sweating because you were making the house presentable for us. No, I'm nervous. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. I clean the whole house. I can the, tell. Even it's the like, parts it's you never spotless. Go to. Incense is always lit. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Or you did something very sinful or you want to wash your sins oh, off your body. Yeah, that, that dog that he buried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. It was a cat. Yeah, <laughs> or the cat, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I love you... that it was a, <laughs> that dog, <laughs> a.k.a. a cat. <laughs> a.k.a. whatever yeah, right. If you say, you can say cat or you can just say dog with air quotes you know <laughs> so my neighbor i didn't think that it was a dog because i'm not a cat guy so my neighbor asked me for some sugar she'll never ask that shit again because <laughs> right. i buried her alive <laughs> yeah so all right what else we got well we've got i'm gonna do we're gonna do a speed round you mentioned Ooh. our friend jason conti he yes. sent us a few uh like quick ones but before we get to that one i actually thought because one of jason's questions is actually related to it's a good opportunity to plug another mm -hmm. podcast that I, I did a while last year and I'm probably going to do some more coming up soon or I'm definitely I'm going to be doing some more coming up soon that Ronald was my co-host on for your infotainment. Yeah. So Is that I, coming back at any point? We, we, there's like two episodes recorded that have to just be edited. So. Oh. <laughs> We got to do the bumpers, but I, you know, we, there's topics we were going to do. Yeah, but I love doing it. This question actually relates to a topic that is going to be the topic of an episode of For Your Infotainment, which, if anyone's curious about that podcast. Uh, uh, 
just look up. I think if you go to For Your Infotainment in Google, there's only one thing called that. So that'll help you. Anyway, so we did. There's an episode in the can about fear. And we actually, one night uh, when we were recording Movie Schmovie, we hung around after Movie oh, yeah. Schmovie and talked for a long time. So Kevin Isaacson, who asks, does anyone on the crew have any good personal ghost stories or paranormal experiences, recurrent nightmares? Let's have a horror show. I would say to you, Kevin Isaacson, just look for For Your Infotasement. <laughs> yeah. Th- there'll be an episode on fear. Uh, that's the next one. That's the one that I have almost oh, really? finished. Cool, so, cool. Th- and that will have an extensive conversation with Ronald and Steve talking yeah. about what scares us. And I think we talk a lot about like actual scary experiences, experiences that yeah. we've had. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, but, was, that was a really cool way to say it. I'm not asking you a stupid-ass question. <laughs> I would never say that to Kevin Isaacson. No, no. It's a, it's a good question. <laughs> it is a really good Please question. Please listen to that. And we could do an entire episode yeah. about Please scary listen stuff. to For Your Infotainment. That is a very good episode. I remember feeling very scared after. Yeah, well, it, it's always funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we talk about that kind of stuff. And then I come back down here to the basement and I work through the night. And well, yeah. you come down here and we walk down the streets of Haddonfield. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, what the fuck? Right. So the next question, which is the beginning of the Jason Conti speed round, okay. is also leading t- to a plug for For Your Infotainment. He asks, what's the song that gets stuck in your head that you wish you could get out? Now, Ronald and I, we talked about songs we can't get out of our head on an episode called Earworms from what, last year. What was it at the time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, we don't want to spoil it. People have to do that. But we can ask Steve. <laughs> oh, my God. For me and Ronald, you can listen to For Your Infotainment <laughs> to find out what songs we couldn't get out of our head. Are we talking but, like a current song? It just says, uh, what's the song that gets stuck in your head and you wish you could get out? Oh, man. I'd say there's so many that are stuck, but I don't know that I actually want them out of my head. One song that's always there is Kokomo, mm-hmm. but I, I'm okay with that mm-hmm. being there because I'd like to be in all those places. You mentioned Holiday Road earlier. <clears throat> Holiday that's one Road. that was on my mind for about six months at one yeah, point. Yeah, that's fine, though, too. Wow, one that I don't like. No, it doesn't say don't like. Well, if I don't want it there, I'm, yeah, I'm usually pretty accommodating. That you wish you could get out. Yeah, mm. If I wish I could get it out. Oh, uh, let me go with... Oh my god, I'm so bad right now. Let's get it started. <laughs> Man, I'm on the spot. You can edit around this, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I always do, Steve. <laughs> Man, John. Wow, a song that's stuck in my head. I'm going to throw this out there because I always sing it and mess around with Aaron with this song. Womp, there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tag team. Um, I don't really mind this song, but I know she like looks at me weird when I sing it. Right. It's in my head, but I say it out loud too sometimes. I don't know. That's that's like the first thing that comes to mind. So I think if you're actually using it to knowingly annoy someone, that's a good example of a song that you don't. That's you know that she like... she she laughs, but I'm pretty sure she's like uh, stop. Yeah. You know <laughs> what she really means. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a rest. Yeah, because I know a lot of the lyrics of that song, too, so that's, that's a bad thing, Oh, that thing definitely too. increases the yeah. annoying factor. Yeah, so that, that, I'll go with that. So we'll wrap Speed up Speed Rounds with some more of these fast questions. I like this question because I have good answers to it. What is your porn name? Um, my porn name was always re-dick-you-lust. Oh, so re-dick-you-lust. Yeah, that was always my porn name. That's I not never, bad. I guess what's what's the formula? Isn't there like a a street name and all your, that weird stuff? Your but, pet uh, in the well, street. Well, your, your first pet and the street you grew up on. So I would have been Mittens Fortieth. <laughs> I would have been uh, Max Tollgate. Max Tollgate's not bad. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a pretty strong it's name. Pretty manly. Yeah. Well, Max I, Tollgate. I, I went the jokey way. I, I my first porn name that I came up with years ago was Randy Johnson. Then I moved on to Dick Move, which was probably my, my favorite one. <laughs> I like that. 
And then I Dick briefly mode. considered Rich Vane. I think that's good. A, that's good too. That's a good one. Yeah. And right now, because I'm older and I'm trying to appeal to a more literary crowd, I've t- chosen to go with Sir Walter Hott. Sir Walter oh, Hott. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So, Those are all great. Yeah. I like that a lot. P- porn is a, a central part of my life, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have time for that. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe we'll do a porn episode. <laughs> <laughs> Random. I'm in. I've been into this uh, reality porn show that just started. X Hamster started it. It's called Sex Factor. It's a uh, a million dollar <laughs> a million dollar reward. Uh, it's uh, eight eight men, eight women competing to be uh, like a porn star. Wow. And it's it's triple X rated and free. Check it out if you ever want to look at it. like it's it's actually really entertaining. I wow. can watch it without jerking off. Like I can like watch. That's the ultimate benchmark. Yeah, that's, yeah. You can just watch it all the way through. Yeah. Sex Factor. You say that about every movie that you like. Right. <laughs> Civil War. Uh, so I can watch it without jerking off, which is actually very hard for me. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of superheroes, Superman or Batman? Batman. Batman definitely. I. I I like Superman a lot. I'm like not Superman one of those people who has a problem with Superman, but if I had to choose between one or the other, I, I have to I go back. My son, when he was like three, the one of the first things he latched onto culturally was Batman. And I I can't, I mean, I consumed so many cartoons. During, yeah. I, I like the animated series from years ago, but I, I, I can't, you know, Superman just didn't happen in my house when, when Henry was a kid and Batman was all over the yeah. place. The so. Superman animated series was pretty good. They're the same art, artists. Yeah, no, there was, as... that was a good era for their animation. Yeah, it shows. was. I have Batman the animated series on my Plex server. If you ever want to, but with check Batman, I, li- I like the reinventions of it. I think that's one of the reasons I like the character as much as I like Superman. I think he's been handled well a few times, and as much as I want to say, let's give Superman some credit. I think Batman has been so malleable and has taken. You know, yeah. there's just been so many different versions, versions and of you're it. still excited to see the next version. Whereas with Superman, the big question, you know, is is like, have they killed Superman once and for all? I don't think they ever will. But you know right. what I mean? Like this new version seems to have shown like a lack of good faith in the character as as, sucks. as he exists. So uh similar to that, uh Bugs or Daffy? Daffy. 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 I wrote a term paper on Daffy in eleventh grade. That's really? awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Bugs is cool, but Daffy just uh, he's just such a wild card. Well he does so. go from like being crazy and going woohoo woohoo when he's young, you know, and then the later cartoons where he's the foil for Bugs. But I think that Bugs, as much as you love him, he's there's something sort of and this is the premise of my paper, by the way, is that Bugs is like smug. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like who you want to be, who you know you could never be. And yeah. da- and Daffy's more like who you are. Yeah. You know, he's like the id. He never really gets beat up, which really bothers me. Bugs, 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 Bugs Bunny. Yeah. It's and rare. There's like occasion, two or three cartoons yeah. where some, where like the, the Gremlins, there's an old World War II cartoon uh, where the Gremlins on the airplane get the best of him. The only upright bunny I like besides Bugs is probably the, the Michael Jackson bunny and Moonwalker. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Oh my god. He was nuts. Yeah. I remember that being kind of a weird, creepy bunny. It was, it was stop he was. motion. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. And he. I he like, like that you started that since the only upright bunny <laughs> <laughs> that I like. Yeah. yeah. The only one I really like. What about Roger Rabbit? Oh man. Oh, that's. I, he oh, would, he was incredible. He would win, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think you can take away like some of my favorite. Cartoons of that sort at all are those? I mean, and Darkwing the, Duck also those uh, Duck Rabbit Duck cartoons where it's yeah. like yeah. Elmer Fudd and it's they're fighting whether it's rabbit season or duck season. Like those are perfect bits of comedy. Like the back yeah. and forth, the little the timing, sure. the, the drawing, the designs, yeah. uh, the voice acting. Mel Blanc is like 
if you really think about what he was able to pull off, the guy was a genius, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I think that, like, I have a... That stuff goes way back. And it's weird to see that Henry... I would have to seek that out now mm. to show him those classic right. cartoons. There's lots of different iterations of those characters, but I don't think there's that many places where you can just watch the old cartoons. That's, right. That's unfortunate, man. Um, well, there's that Disney XD stuff. There's a mm. lot of... They, they're trying to do that old cartoon, some old cartoons on that, but they're, a lot, they're mostly new stuff. It's mostly new stuff. You're right. The end of the Saturday morning cartoon, man. Yeah, right. So, I'm trying to think of a good one to maybe go out on here. Oh, this is a good one. Um, Jason Conti also asks, what outdated form of media do you still think is cool? Such a good question. Um, I'll just say books. Like, to me, what a book can be, I know that as far as it goes, with the fact that you could put a thousand books on onto a portable device and not need a stack of books, and you could read the same words and right. get the same supposed experience out of it. I still have so much more of an experience with a physical book than I do with a book on a reader. And I think the way that a, the, all the things a book can be, mm-hmm. a book can be the size of a table, and you know, it can be printed on a certain kind of paper that's rough or a certain kind of paper that's slick, or it can... I mean, I love all the th- decisions that go into producing a book, like an art book or a or a book that's, uh, you know, getting printed in a really considered way, or just a little paperback you buy at the airport. I like I like all of it. Like, I like I get a real tactile thrill from from reading a book that I just don't get from reading something off of a screen. Hmm. And, I, and I know that's... Out, I mean, I know that's outdated, but I also know that clearly books are sticking around because people do have that relationship with them. So, yeah. so yeah. to me, just everything that a book can be is so so special to its physicalness. I'd probably say just a VHS tape. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really I don't I'm not into the whole like uh you know vinyl or yeah. you know I think the VHS cuz I I just I mean cuz it's like the format that I was I feel like just that time frame, you know, we talk about like the the youth of like where you really were hit with the media. I just think the VHS I I always loved and still like the idea of being able to troubleshoot my my yeah. form of media like mm-hmm. you know being able to tracking adjust like if it's a tape best. got eaten you could like wind it with your finger <laughs> yeah. you know just like weird shit like that i just always remember doing that with uh vhs tapes and i have an amazing vhs collection that i will never sell and i also have a functioning vcr that i take good care of in case i should ever need to watch any of those vhs's that aren't available on dvd blu-ray yeah. digital media whatever it might be I mean I'm not like a you know big like a collector of it per se but I I very much still appreciate and like um there's a really cool documentary about the format called I want to say it's called like Rewind. Hmm. We talked about this like a while ago. I have to look it up and, make, and tell you guys it, you can find it on that's on Netflix I think. It's 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 not it's not be kind rewind obviously but it's um something about rewind is in the title just about the format hmm. and just like how as a form of media like it it like completely just like cds did for music like it completely changed the Mm -hmm. the market for movies you know what i mean like distribution and access and and money so you know still having that and thinking about just like how how fucking huge they are it's also kind of cool like when you look at how small things are now but well when you were talking about being able to stick the pencil in and and rewind it i thought of cassette tapes yeah and how like i same thing i love the the feel of it like the size of a cassette tape the way it feels in your pocket yeah like 
Uh, so it's I, meant to be in your pocket. There's something about that that just feels just right, and I do like the physicality. You're right. Yeah, that's why like your phone and your iPod mimic that shape so mm-hmm. nicely. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that that nice cassette case, that single. I used to love that smell. Of yeah, cassette. absolutely, man. <laughs> and different companies had different smells. Have we talked about this? No. no. Like different, like Warner Brothers had almost like a fruitier kind of smell wow. to it, and other ones it would be, but it, they all had the same. There was a certain new tape smell wow and yeah. when they started doing oh. the clear tapes i feel like that plastic smelled slightly different, different. than the than the white plastic wow but yeah but you would get this like you know i mean it's like people like to smell mimeograph paper like whatever yeah, it is there's yeah. just something you like but there was always something about opening a new tape and i would find like months later certain tapes still would have that like new tape smell mm. to them or whatever <laughs> so cool so maybe I just changed my answer from books <laughs> to tapes i don't know or maybe i, I walkered it conti i hope you're happy I, I, in honor of you i walkered you uh, mine is, <laughs> it's it's an Xbox. It's the original Xbox that came out. And it's become a, a kind of an obsession. When I was in college, I used to modify Xboxes. So you, you take the normal software and replace it with uh, modified, like a modified, uh, it's Microsoft's first system. Modified so that you can put uh, emulators and stuff on it. So this became an an obsession for me where like during the course of my life I'd ha- I've always had one with me cuz what that did was it, it 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 was one box that would that I could bring to your house like say if I came over one day bring my controllers over we could play Nintendo Super Nintendo arcade games um this weird fighting game called Mugen which was like a fighting engine where you can put a bunch of video game characters together so it'd be like somebody from street fighter fighting somebody from mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and it became like a thing and and it i realized very recently that i it's it's kind of this bridge to who i was when i was younger because you have everything kind of at your disposal and it, and when somebody comes over and they're like i'm bored it's super weird how everybody no matter what the age when you see some of those things, what it does to you, mm-hmm. you're like, oh man, where was I when this came out? When Sega was, you know, you might not have been super young, but there, there's something that Sega and Super and Nintendo and all those games yeah. do to you. And and what, what's really fun is figuring out people's favorite games and then finding them and seeing that look on their face. You're like, you're going down the list. Like I played this game when I was a kid. I couldn't remember the name of it. It was called pig skin or something like that and you find it mm-hmm. it's nuts man and and one day i gotta like i gotta show you um just how it's it has right now i have like arcade games super sega it's just really fun to have all that stuff and it's it's you know it's not supported anymore like yeah. they don't make any xbox yeah. games but to play that stuff and have all that stuff at your disposal does something to me man that's definitely yeah so I find that like it's hard not to think about nostalgia when you think about yeah. this question. But I think it's interesting that we all had reasons that went beyond nostalgia. Like it's not yeah. enough for me just to say it's old, and or it's the what I grew up with. Like yeah. I, I see through that to some extent. But you do find yourself there is something. I mean, you were saying about vinyl, Steve, not liking the, not feeling like you're tapped into that. Yeah. But I think what you always hear people say that I do think is true, and I feel this way about finishing a book that I've held in my hands too. Mm-hmm. There's a physical like the 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 get you know the rewinding the tape the vhs tape flipping over the cassette tape going getting up to go over to the turntable to flip over the record i think a lot of these things it just felt like you were more engrossed in the things that you were experiencing when you were experiencing them that yeah, way yeah. maybe there's something about all these options and all these choices and to your video game point all these graphics and just the fact that they can do anything yeah. that you sort of forget the kind of simple magic of when it required a little bit more 
effort yeah. on your part, right. you know, to to seek this out and to enjoy it. It's just the music, like the music. It's beep, 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 people with these amazing pieces of music just with these beeps and mm-hmm. it's so cool. So yeah, documentary that I was talking about is called Rewind This. Rewind okay, this. If you guys want to check it out, it's yeah, good. I'll read it down. It's on my, I, I it's on my uh, server too. Well, oh, so I don't even have to. Yeah, you don't do anything. You're welcome. Holy shit! Thank you. Well, guys, that's I think it. That might be enough. Enough I think, yeah, of. Uh, I think that's good. Yeah. That's enough talk about not movies. I know for for a podcast <laughs> called Movie Schmovie that already does uh, an episode every so often about television, <laughs> and actually once a year takes a break to talk about like things that we're thankful for. Maybe we should talk about movies more often on this show. We should. <laughs> we should. <laughs> well, next time, yeah. next time we'll we'll do a little recap of the spring and look forward to the summer. But, oh yeah. Uh, but I want to say, guys, I I almost couldn't believe it was actually true when i looked at the right. thing i saw that it was five years yeah because i don't mean it's four years in july it'll be four years for me that seems crazy too yeah but it happened after i left apple that's when we started doing this mm-hmm. over here so it's like i can mark how long i've been away from apple i can always kind of think but it's like those things are kind of one hand in hand with me and i'm realizing after this conversation how much i think like i didn't have those back of house conversations anymore and so getting involved in this podcast was probably <laughs> me going like Ronald and Steve, I used to have so much fun talking to them. (laughs) Maybe if I tell them I'll help them with their podcast, they'll come over and hang out with me. And And it worked. Yeah, it worked. (laughs) And thank you. Yeah, sure, sure. Man, weddings. Yeah. It's it's been really cool, man. man. It's been really cool. Absolutely. uh, Yeah. I'm I'm really happy that we do this. Five years. Mm -hmm. And as much fun as all that's been, this has been fun, too, talking about non-movie stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank and you next, for listening. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, thank you. and you, the listener. Yes. Uh, but next episode, we're, we're back on it. Yeah, we're back, we're back on, on it in a big way. I think we got a nice break. Yeah. We realized that we do kind of need movies, maybe yeah. to give us a little, a little yeah. structure. But mm-hmm. but thanks for uh, thanks for all the questions, yeah. And thanks for listening out there. If you've listened, if you've listened for five years, I kind of want to know who you are. I don't mean that even as a joke. I yeah. just want to know who's been around since the beginning. Please but uh, anyone who listens, I, I, uh, you were talking earlier about how people do listen. Every now and then it will filter back to me that a certain person that I'm kind of unexpected or right. I don't expect uh, is listening. And they'll be like, oh, I subscribe to your show and it keeps popping up on my phone. I listen to it on my commute. They always seem to want to say, they don't seem to want to suggest they're an actual fan of it. Yeah. Now that I think of it, people are always like, I like click subscribe and it seems like it's on there. It seems like you guys do one every so often. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like 160 something times. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Yeah. My mom listens. Mm-hmm. Mom. Uh this is your son. I say this. So I say that every time I call her. I say, hey, this is your son, Ronald. Every time I call. And I've been doing that since I was a kid. Like, I'll, I'll say, hey, this is your son. You got any brothers? Uh, No. So really, you're the sister. only. Really, you could just say, hey, mom. Yeah. And no, she'll know which no. man would say that to her. There's right? something about clarifying for her, yeah. which I do constantly for yeah. people. Do you say, like, I'm going to go pee in the toilet with my penis? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I, I bet have. you do, actually. I do. I Sometimes see. people pee out of their buttholes. Yeah. And it's good yes. that you clarify I did that. for a little bit. Because that yeah. would worry. Seriously. You know what happens <laughs> yeah. when you do that. Yeah. Just, That's true. You've seen it all recently. Yeah, I've seen it all. Um, but yeah, she doesn't listen to it in order. Yeah. <laughs> She'll just like, yeah, listen to episode 152. Like, mm-hmm. well, we're like, <laughs> we're way ahead now. Well, I'm glad that maybe that means they have some shelf life. Yeah. I always wonder, like, does an episode from a year ago feel, do. feel current? Apparently they do. Yeah. I appreciate it.
Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. find us on iTunes, uh, Google Play. Yeah, we're moving and, up. And uh, movie if you want to find some past episodes uh, for download. Uh, otherwise, we'll we'll see you in a couple weeks for episode 164, mm-hmm. where we will be recapping the spring films, films that we've enjoyed the most, and also looking forward to the summer uh, and the movies that we're most looking forward to cool. in the next couple months. As always, you've made our day. Take care. I was hoping we would have a good classic, clean outro. There it was. There it was. Five years. Yep. <laughs> Still get it right. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. That was fun, man.